The Luck Stops Here podcast with Scott Bowser is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. That's right. Use MyBookie.ag promo code LSH for a 50% deposit bonus on your deposit up to $1,000. That's up to $500 in free play, and they will take and pay out in Bitcoin, so you can double gamble with that. It's a great time over there at MyBookie.ag. Uh, I've been getting deep myself into the NBA playoffs and uh, NHL playoffs, so the U.S. Open this weekend. So uh, if you're not down to gamble at MyBookie.ag, you legit want to see the power get shut off at my place. So thank you very much. And on to the show this week. I am here with an esteemed guest, an old friend of mine. I'm glad to have him on the show finally, Mr. Carl Hess. Carl, how you doing, oh, buddy? It's great to be here, Scott. Great to see your face. Great to see that mug. Yeah, man. See, hey, I'm, I'm starting to rock. Like, I, I was only wearing like an undershirt doing these Zooms, and I realized I need to start wearing like a nicer shirt. So I got a bunch of... No, like, you look good. You're you're doing ad reads for a bookie. You're dressed exactly... You're wearing a like a guayaba, like Cuban-Mexican yeah, like, shirt. I call him Uncle That you would Pete. wear like a gambling parlor. And then you have like a an undershirt. That's like a classic uh, betting guy look. Yeah, I'm definitely rocking the Goodfellas, Uncle Junior type yeah, exactly. uh, social club look. Uh, yeah, exactly. That, no, that's the fucking look. And you, you know, and I, and I miss uh, seeing you around LA, but like... I think we both know that, like, you were destined to be in, like, it's your spiritual home. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so it's good to see you thriving in the city of sin. It, it's, a, it's a good place to be, I got to say, because uh, you got the no state taxes, you got way mm-hmm. cheaper costs of living. The one thing that's crazy is that your insurance is, my car insurance is ridiculous here. Okay. Because okay. it's like uh, the number one or two, I think there's number two in car thieves, car theft, and uh, number one in DUIs. Which makes a lot of yeah. sense on both of them. Degenerate gamblers getting drunk. I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody fucking stole my catalytic converter recently off the street here in L.A. Probably a guy who needed to pay his book years. His thumbs would get broken. Yeah. Apparently, you can get like 2000 bucks for a catalytic converter. If he would have just gone to mybookie.ag. I know. This guy fucked up. not had to put his neck on the line with a, some sort of shady Russian Armenian. With a bookie. fucking saw under my car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous, dude. Yeah, it sucked. I'm pretty lucky. My my neighbor, my community, my I live in a condo community here, dude. And so my uh, I think I think that's the move. Yeah, like I live. You're, like, you're living like uh, you're living like um, Paulie Jerry Walnuts. Seinfeld's parents, basically. Yeah, pretty much. I, you're living like Del Boca Vista. Okay, my community I live in is like a starter, like a starter pad for Del Boca Vista. <laughs> right, right. You don't a, just jump to Florida, the big leagues. Nah. You start you start in the in the bush league, you know, in the in the triple A. Or the double A, whatever it is. Yeah, you you got a feel for the thing. I've seen a couple of people like in their thirties here, but for the most part, everyone here, myself included, are I'm I'm like one of the young bucks in my early forties, exactly. And that must feel good. It feels great. I'm running around Echo Park in L.A. feeling like an old man. All these twenty-somethings doing ketamine, partying it up. I'm like, I'm 37. I'm on the way out. You're like, I'm the fucking young, fresh, hot stud in the condo. All the old heads looking at you like, who's this new guy? I don't know. He's got a shady look in his eye, but I like him. Uh, but I like him. Okay, so down at the end of because like I live like over across from the te- one of the tennis court areas, and so uh, like there's a fire like a service road for maintenance and stuff, and they have like their shed at the end of it, and they take their carts up and on the service road. But it's kind of nice having that extra layer from the condos across from us, where it's like we got this little sure. road, like this little mini road, and so down at the end there. 
on the first floor, there's this very nice older lady who always chats it up with Jen and I. She's super cool. She's probably like 60, yeah. 65. Yeah. You get along with her gate. And then the guy right above her really reminds me of Borat's neighbor, Nusuda Taliakbai. <laughs> Yeah. He just he has the weird little hat. He sits yeah. out there chain smoking on his patio all day, yeah. staring oh, yeah. at me, looking at me, not not having a good time ever. Sure, sure. I mean, you, you, like those are the two archetypes, though. Like that, what you just described. Like you either become like the chatty woman who's like on the, and it could be a woman or a man. You either become like the chatty old person who's like, hey, young people, I'm I'm on my porch, like drinking. I'll talk to him, or do you just become the silent smoker? Giving everyone like this stony <laughs> stink eye as they walk by, and just like no acknowledgement. You got to choose one of the two. Once you once you hit like fifty five or sixty, you got to you know pass the. I bridge. think I'm definitely going to lean into the Uncle Junior, like sitting on the couch, confusing people on TV for myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got I got a. Uh, uh, Four hundred dollars on this game. We're like, <laughs> like, uh, 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 Uncle Bowser. This is a Wheel of Fortune rerun. I got twelve hundred dollars on this. Just rocking on the couch. Just he doesn't uh, know where he is. Watch he it doesn't even know where he is right now. You know, one of my big DGen things I would totally gamble on now, even though I could look up the results at any time, is on Pluto TV. They have a twenty-four hour American Gladiators channel. Or I just watch gladiators <laughs> after gladiators after gladiators. And friend of That's the show, like my kind of gambling. You know, I'm not a huge sports guy, but like. It would be fun to bet on American Gladiators. I really think they need to bring it back just for the gambling because it's it's got a bracket format. People go crazy for brackets, whether yeah. it's World Cup and didn't March they try Madness. to bring it back somewhat recently? Well, uh, little t- uh, hint here: there's a thirty for thirty on ESPN coming up on the new season next I'll year. Watch that. Directed, I'll bet on fucking American Ninja uh, Warrior. Directed. Uh, by a friend of the show, Ben Berman, and featuring this guy in the Gladiators. Oh, wow. 30 for 30. You're in it? Yep. Oh, my. I have to watch it now. Yeah. It's going to be great, dude. Like, I can't wait. That's, that's amazing. Vice is producing it. And so it's. Uh, Fuck yeah. Uh, dude, I mean, I fucking love that shit when I was a kid. Yeah, I know. It's. Uh, well, because, like, dude, it's. My thing was, like, the Gladiators. Okay, they're not really Gladiators, but, like, they're former, like, NFL training camp guys. Yeah, that yeah. They, that they just were, hey, now they can legally do steroids <laughs> for competition. Right. Do you want to uh, do steroids and beat the shit out of someone with a foam bat? Yeah. They're like, yeah. yeah. No, yes, I, I did want to do that. That sounds like a great living, actually. Yeah, It'll be on no, TV fuck every yeah, I do. <laughs> and Who doesn't want that? And the best are, though, like, the, the contenders, the guys going against the Gladiators. Watching this on Pluto TV now, it's all just a fucking series of, like, personal trainers at like different 24 hour fitnesses and then like like a like a a young cop like that Uh just got through the academy real cocky fresh out of the academy (laughs) i could take i could take yeah yeah and then and then uh and then there's like military types it's it's the same thing as like ninja warrior yeah exactly the same demographic of people that go out for it but the gladiators it was like all right, we're gonna go ha- pick half the guys from NFL training camps and half the guys from like Muscle Beach, Venice. Like you knew they were doing so much blow on set, just like Nitro. We're shooting. Oh, hold on, hold on. Dude. All right, all right, let's do this thing. I just got a video sent to me this week where uh, that they, I guess they shot it a while ago, but they finally sent it to me. But it was from Malibu, one of the gla- remember gla- Malibu, the Gladiator. No, uh, that's a great name. There's that uh, video. I remember him. Laser and Nitro, and I think that's probably it. Malibu had the huge, like, blonde, like, helmet oh, hair. Perfect, perfect. And he was like, 
dude, I took an excellent hit to the head, and you know, next thing you know, I'm on the the beach getting healed by Mother Nature's rays with a babe <laughs> on each arm and a brewski. Like, oh my god, yeah, it, that was the life. That was the life, oh, right there, dude. You know, Brooks is a uh, friend of the show. Brooks Whelan, his uncle was a. I was actually just about to say that we were talking about that the other night. And it was like, damn, if you're a kid and your uncle, and he like won or like did well. Yeah, he like won that, a couple that, rounds, dude. Yeah. It reminds me of when I was in grade school and in, in like seventh grade, uh, we had a teacher who was also a coach at the school who played professional lacrosse oh, that's on cool. the Philadelphia team, the Philadelphia Wings. And, you know, it's indoor lacrosse. Yeah. It was, it's, I still think it exists, the professional league. Yeah. There, so we, a- we went to see him. We're like, I forget his name, like Mr. Johnson, whatever. We're like, oh, Mr. Johnson's playing tonight. Like, we're going to go. We, we, like, went as a class or, like, a bunch of us did. He got thrown out of the game. <laughs> we're like, he started a huge fight and, like, beat the shit out of a guy. Like, lacrosse is, like, very violent. Yeah. And yeah. indoor lacrosse, it's like hockey. Yeah. Uh, and, like, he got thrown out of the game. We are like, that's my history teacher. <laughs> He's the fucking man. We fucking loved him so much for that. It was great. That is really but yeah, cool. like th- that would be like that would be like winning gladiators. It'd be like, oh, you're my idol now. Yeah, especially at that perfect age, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, dude, like you're at that perfect age where it's like, no, my uncle is on TV. Yeah, my uncle something. beat the shit out of Nitro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what? My my uncle took it to the house on Powerball. Okay. <laughs> You have any idea what's going I, on? I over bet here? on that. What's the craziest thing you you've ever wagered on, legally or illegally? If you could talk about it. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, you know the IRS or the you know they're listening. No, they're I don't listening. care. Uh, probably French rugby. Okay, all right. Because like I, 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 I didn't even know they had French rugby. Well, I had a bookie at the time that was uh, like had bets from like all over the place. Like I, I bet on darts too. That's pretty crazy. Um, what about cockfighting? Because there's some states where it's legal. I never have, dude. Uh, that's that's. I would love to go to a cockfight. Listeners of the show, shit. listeners of the show, know I'm a big cockfighting pro- advocate and proponent. I've uh, never been to one. It's not legal in California. I think I looked it up. I think it might be legal in Louisiana. I think so. I think uh, or Arkansas too. I would I would love to go to a legal or you know L A. I'll go to an illegal cockfight. Uh, you know now Look, I, those chickens want to fight. You see those things? They're killing machines. They're not making them fight. No, it's, it's not legal like, in the Philippines. I know that. Oh my god! If I was in the Philippines, I would be in there with a little cigar yeah. and with like forms oh, writing shit. I would have one of those little do, green... doing hand motions. Utah, give me two, give me two. Oh, dude, hold on, hold I'd on. Have a little green visor. Oh, baby, give me two. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. You got that right in the holster, dude. Uh, I would get one of those little like green, like mm. plastic visors. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh my god, yes. The real. I, I the would real... always have like a. A Easy. cup of warm beer, like a styrofoam <laughs> cup, yeah, constantly drinking. Yeah. <laughs> you got to hydrate. It's a, it's a it's, human it's, environment. It's the whole thing. Dude, uh, a buddy I work with, actually, he was telling me, because he's from the Philippines, and his uh, brothers or cousins over there, they like breed and run cockfights and stuff. So, I'm I mean, in. I, I, cockfighting. Decker went like, to d- one. Dog in- fighting is like, all right. That's, that's Maybe, but like these dogs seem like they're kind of being abused. The cocks. Those cocks want to kill. They're killer cocks. And not only that, I eat chicken. I don't eat dog. I can justify it big time. Like a slaughterhouse is, is way worse. What's that? What's well? You know, traditionally in the bullfight, after the bull is killed, they cook it, and then the people, as they leave the stadium, they get like meat from the bull. Let's yeah. do that with the, one of those giant cocks. I that's what, dude. 
I'll eat a I'm fucking way chicken sandwich on my way out of the of the ring. I think we should have a legal cockfighting initiative. I really think. With, yes, with, yes, we should legalize it. Why not? Well, I, I re- it, look prohibition of anything doesn't work. We got to end the war on drugs. We got to legalize prostitution, and we're rolling cockfight right into that initiative. Legalize cockfighting. Now I covered this story on the show. I forget what episode it was a little while back, but uh, dude, there's a guy in India who got his dick cut off by his rooster, <laughs> and he bled out. Dude, you know, like they put like crazy knives on there. Like, yeah, it's not just like they have big claws. Like no, those they, claws they are put razor blades. With. But on then there. they put like razor. But they're not just like razor blades. They're like Freddy Krueger style, like Vega style. Well, like they put death them on claws. their like like facing back on their hind, like on like the like their hind, like their heels, basically. Whatever they're doing, it's it's insane, and I want to be a part of it. There's been like nine cockfighting deaths in India over the last like decade with like dudes. God, dude, a couple guys got their throat slit. You got your <laughs> cock cut off by a cock. I mean, come on. And, but dude, come a few on. months ago here in East Vegas, there was a major cockfighting raid, and I was so pissed, dude, because it's like I live yeah, on the like, west why did side. I hear about this. I live on the west side, but hey, that's something I would gladly drive across town for. Dude, if you if you got a, a if you got swept up in a cockfighting raid, that's like check that off the DGen life bucket list. <laughs> it's like okay, achievement unlocked. I was arrested by ATF in a illegal cockfighting raid. And you know what? I would just hire a lawyer. I wouldn't say a word. I wouldn't snitch on anybody. I'm not saying hire, shit. Just not saying shit. I'm, I'm fucking, saying lawyer. And, and my, I can guarantee you, like in Vegas, a cockfighting pinch is probably your first one. It's probably like a hundred running the cockfight. You're just there with a styrofoam cup of beer, enjoying yourself. (laughs) Yeah, I'm drinking some warm keg beer. (laughs) You're not the organizer. You're just a a guy in for a good time. Maybe throw down a little money. Yeah, dude. Like, no, like I, I really like. No, because like, yeah, you're right though. There's like that DGen bucket list that you gotta like. What else is on the DGen bucket list? I, I've always wanted to just go like. Balls deep at a baccarat table. Okay, you mean just like let like put it all on the line? Yeah, yeah. Walk up with like ten G's cash and just like. I think that like one of the things on the bucket list is like I guess it's craps where like everyone's like with you and people are like kissing your hand and like babes are blowing. Oh, I've done dice. that. I've done that. And then like you times. get the whole rally going, and then like you're on top of the world. You should walk away, but then you don't. And then you crap out, and people slowly start like leaving the table, and you become like more and more pathetic, and then. Finally, you're just like down to nothing, and the dealer's looking at you like, "What the fuck?" I've had doing, a couple man? craps run, and you're like, "Let it ride again," and you're hammered. It's, uh, fuck uh, you! Uh, uh, I thought the generals were due. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. That's true. Degen shit. He's spinning the ball on his finger. Yeah. Just take it, bro. Krusty's like the ultimate Degen on The Simpsons. I think. Yes. I love that they make him the ultimate D-Gen gambler in that episode. And others. Yeah, like, Moe's a pretty big D-Gen, too, but in a different way. Moe's a classic D-Gen. <laughs> so, Moe's one of my favorite characters. You know, for sure, dude. Cause... I'm behind six inches of bulletproof glass. Do your worst. <laughs> oh. He just goes into the cash <laughs> register. He's like, no, no, I'll not do that. And he's like, I wonder how much air is in here. He passes out immediately. <laughs> That's where Barney comes in to pay his tab or whatever. Like, yeah. gives him five grand cash immediately. Hey, Barney, hey, remember when I said we have to send away to NASA to, to compile your bar tab? Yeah, Mo, we all had a good laugh. Well, I did. It just came back. You owe me $500 billion. <laughs> he takes out the huge stack of paper. <laughs> no, uh, oh, man. So, like, D- I think DJ Bucket List would be like walking in. Uh, see, I don't want, necessarily want to participate. 
but I would love to walk in on some sort of politician at a glory hole. That's right. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, that that's a pretty good that's a pretty good DJ. I got the always like, sunny you, drop. You there. just like really need to piss and you like roll in and it's like the glory <laughs> hole's going down. But there's like no doors on the stall because the bathroom's like shitty as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, like, oh, 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 Senator. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. Oh. Oh. And then you, you do like a quick camera camera yeah. phone snap. <laughs> yep. And then you're just like, yep, sorry. He's like trying to pull his pants up. Or he's that's pretty, good. Yeah, like that's I think that's a like if you like I, or or do the glory hall. You know, I, I've never done a glory hall, but you know, maybe maybe that's on the list. Like, hey, you know, it's there. Who knows? Slip it in. See what happens. See, like, I don't know if I could uh, if I could go. Uh, yeah, I don't it. know. I don't know uh, if that's for me, but yeah. maybe someone. The idea of sticking my dick through a random hole in a yeah. wall just doesn't yeah. seem like the safest thing I could be doing with my most right. cherished random possession. hole. Yes, in a wall. Oh, no, ah, we're pushing it. Yeah, see, ah, we're pushing it. Because essentially, you're asking me to stick it in multiple random holes in one shot. And that, yeah, that's true. And yeah, that's, you don't know what's on the other side. It's, uh, yeah. The great unknown is the scariest thing of all, as we know. It's like uh, me and Brido were actually talking about this the other day. Where, uh, <laughs> dude, uh, like, it's basically the uh, the Mister Show sketch. The um, don't stick your dick in these holes. Like the yeah, the, the joke, yeah. the musical, where it's like. The first one's the daughter, the second one's the wife, the third one's the milking machine that doesn't quit <laughs> until 50,000 gallons are like. Yeah, that's too G-Gen. That's, uh, that, that's, that's not on my list, at least. Well, dude, uh, speaking of D-Gen shit, fucking Kramer and Sean are in town for a sports gambling podcast. I saw that. And yeah. are you guys going to get into some D-Gen antics? Well, last night I took them, or they're staying at the Circa, which, dude, you got to come visit the Circa. I got to get back to Vegas, I guess. I guess it's time. The circuit just opened. It's too, it's too hot out there. It's like 115 this week. I know, dude. It's like 93 right now. I'm like uh, sweating in my room, but I can take LA heat. Can't do Vegas heat. And once you're there, though, you're in the AC all day. I mean, it's. All right. Okay. But uh, the new circuit, man, I was, I've been talking about it the last couple episodes because I just went there the first time a couple weeks ago, but I went back last night, dude, and like it is. Old Vegas come to life with modern amenities. That makes okay. sense. Like, the so it kind of has like a D-Gen charm. Yeah, yeah, and it's in downtown. But like old, but like Fremont old Street. School. Yeah, it's on Fremont Street. So you know, so it's so like, that's downtown Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's it's dude, it's it's amazing, like the setup and shit, and it's twenty one and over. And I know you're like, oh yeah, they're always twenty one and over. It's like no, you can't enter the lobby. Unless you're right, 21. Right. Kids are not no allowed. Kids, to, no kids allowed. In the building. None of that. I like, I really like that. Yeah. None dude. of this family Vegas bullshit. Dude, because I went, last couple weeks ago, I went from there to the MGM to go see our buddy Nate Craig. And uh, and Nate put on a great show. It was real fun. We, we hung out at the MGM Sportsbook. But there were like, yeah. families and just everywhere. It's like people come. That's D-Gen shit. Like, yeah. like pulling your kids into the Sportsbook and they're like. Daddy, we're hungry. You're like, shut the fuck up. I got a lot of money on this game. No, dude. Like, I was at the food court at like 11.30 p.m. And like, people are dragging their kids around the, the McDonald's uh, yeah. and the fucking, or the Johnny Rockets at MGM. That's your big treat, uh, vacation remember, remember meal. Remember when Vegas tried to like rebrand? Like, did you get the sense there was like that time in like the 90s and the early 2000s where they're like, they tried to pivot from being like city of sin to like, hey, Vegas is good for families. There's yeah. other shit to do. And it's then like that Disneyland didn't work. And they're the like, desert. all right, we're going back to city of sin. Yeah. Uh, we're going back to DJ and shit. Come here and have dude, anonymous sex. Circa rules, dude. Yeah, they have well, they have the uh, chargerless charging stations on the slot machine. On the slot machines in there. 
<laughs> I mean, you don't have to leave. No, dude. Like, they got it dialed in. But uh, Gambling Podcast was doing a live stream from their stadium swim. And holy shit, dude. They wow. gave us a cabana and stocked us with beers. Damn, and, right. uh, yeah, it was pretty cool, dude. Like, I mean, now that I can't, ain't bad. That ain't bad. I can't, yeah, dude, because it's like way up on the roof. Amongst, you know what the thing was? The I went to college building. in L.A., so we went to Vegas like probably 40 times over the course of four years. Oh, yeah. And I think I just got vegas out. I think, uh, see, dude, here's the thing is I've learned about the local spots. That's one of the things I wanted to talk to you. That's the thing. We would do the bullshit strip. It's like, I like downtown Vegas. I like getting the local knowledge from you. I, I think I need to come back to Vegas and with an open oh, mind. Man. You come out and stay by me in Summerlin where I live right by the Red Rock National Park. And then there's like okay. three cool casinos right there in the foothills of this national park. So it's like way out from everything. There's cool hiking right. and nature. I'm, I'm ready to fall in love uh, with the city of Sim again. Dude. Uh, but no, no, no. What was the place I need to take you? Um, I was thinking about this earlier. Fuck. Um, well, there's a beef sandwich, uh, Italian beef sandwich spot. There's a lot there. of good food. That's the thing. I, I come to Vegas just to fucking go to restaurants. Oh, no. Like, I took Sean Vegas and Cra- Last night, I took Sean and Kramer. We hung out at the Circa for a while. And, uh, and I took him to Evil Pie, which is Evil Knievel-themed pizza place that his son owns. That sounds amazing. It's fucking awesome. And the food's really good there, too. But it's like Hell a yeah. punk rock Evil Knievel bar slash pizza spot. So and like that sounds awesome. It's like seven bucks for a draft beer and a and a slice of cheese special. Like, dude, it's great, dude. When you're hammered do, down there, do you there, think when Evil Knievel was doing those incredible stunts, people were betting on whether he would die or not? Right? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. That's yeah. real degen shit. Like yeah. betting on a man's death. Yeah, dude. this isn't this isn't the Kentucky Derby or a fucking NFL game. He could be dead, and you're like, I'm cashing in, baby. Or what about that, what, even worse is the the bad break aspect of losing on a death. Oh yeah, or like or betting like like what specific? It's like okay, I got a three ten uh, quintilla on spinal fracture and a ruptured vertebrae. But then if y'all feel breaks his clavicle, it's a it's a three to one payout. Also, I'm making up terms. I don't know <laughs> gambling terms. Yeah, I knew Quint- it's, it, isn't that a horse racing thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I know that from The Simpsons. Like, ah, I ruined my six nine quintilla or whatever. Uh, one time, anything at- about gambling I know from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> one time, I was at the track with my brother, and he had a horse that was like, wait, he was he'd been losing all day, he hadn't had a winner all day, and he finally gets one that's like out ahead by a mile by like 10, 15 lengths. He's just smoking and then just drops dead of a heart attack like a hundred feet before the finish line. Oh, God. Horse racing so fucking brutal. It is. Dude, you know, Sean and Kramer now own a digital horse, right? And they're buying another one, a female, so they can have a stable where they're NFT horses. How does that work? It's like blockchain NFT shit. I do not understand the blockchain or NFTs, and I'm going to make very little effort to learn. Think about it like this. It's like computer DNA. It's like, okay. So that like, also doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't understand how DNA works, but I understand that we're all made up of these fibers, right? Okay, and so, that's true, yeah. And so these blockchain things are like made up of all these like numerical fibers to make each one individual and unique. It's like the Matrix. Yes. So what they've done now is like most NFT stupid where it's like, hey, here's a fucking bottle of pills that I took a picture of and shoved in my butt, and now okay. it's an NFT. But with these NFT horses, you can buy actual horses that are bred and you like race them and you can breed them with each other and make money. And but this is like, this is like a fantasy league of horse racing. They're Pretty not much. actually 
Horses racing in the IRL world. No, no, it's okay. digital NFTs. But that sounds like the future. I'm, I'm, I don't even. I've been doing my research. I've been doing my research into this, and guess what? There's a guy out there trying to get a grant to finish off his NFT cockfighting fucking formula. All right. Well, now I'm on board. I'm going to learn everything about NFTs. Okay. So, and I'm going to become a huge crypto guy. But like some crypto bro will be like talking to me about like Bitcoin. I'll be like. Yeah, I'm actually not really into cryptocurrency. I'm more into crypto cockfighting. So I don't, I don't really care about Bitcoin. But yeah, the thing is, you want to talk, you you want to talk crypto <laughs> cock? Let's go. Yeah, I got you crypto cock talk all day, buddy. I got, I'll, I'll talk crypto cock all day with you, my man. Dude, like, uh, no. So like, the digital horse is all powered through Ethereum. So that's okay. the the the. The cryptocurrency used okay. for all this stuff. I'm so glad that they're thriving in the digital space as well as uh, uh, the, so the real space. Once they get Ethereum, Cox go. We got to get in on it. I'm in stacking Ethereum already because like okay. these horses when they first came out were only like thirty bucks each. I saw one where ones that sold for one point five million. Damn. So it's so crazy the money involved in this shit. If we can get in on the first generation ground level, that's true. I want to be like oh, I want to be the first guy in the door on this. Yeah, like. I'm going to start stacking Ethereum. So when they do come out with crypto cocks, I'm going to immediately like have like 10 of them or whatever, dude. Like, Plus it's like none of the guilt of actual animals being like brutally exactly. slaughtered. It's perfectly, yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's perfectly humane, dude. Yeah. And can you that imagine works. dude, like me posting on Twitter? Hey everybody, my cocks fucking fighting tonight in this digital arena. Uh, here's the link. Uh, oh, gonna be going off around eight o'clock. Oh, did you hear? Bowser won forty thousand dollars on CryptoCock. What? <laughs> yeah. What is this? Is that like OnlyFans? No, it's crazy. <laughs> it's 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 a. It's, did you ever see that South Park where they're in the cock magic, where it's the oh. roosters that play Magic the Gathering, but it's like all like they're like violent with it. So it's no, like, but that sounds hilarious. And then Randy hears about it. And he thinks they're they're in a cock magic, as in like a thing he did in college, which is like magic you do with your cock, right? Puppetry <laughs> of the penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shows in Vegas, isn't it? Uh, I don't know if it is right now, but it, you know what I'm talking true. about, though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I feel like I would I would go see Puppetry of the Penis. I think uh, Thunder from Down Under's here. That's the one where. Uh... Oh hell yeah. Are dudes even allowed to go to Thunder from Down Under? I don't know. They're like, you can't handle this. Dude, this isn't for you, man. We should miss this Doubtfire. Ladies only, bro. Mrs. Doubtfire our way into that. The women get so like whipped into a frenzy that if you were down in the crowd with them, they'd kill you. They literally tear you apart. Uh, only professional dancers can handle it. Some civilian in the crowd torn apart. Just uh you could you you're not allowed in here. Safety hazard. Yeah, dude, that's like uh, trying to fucking get into the ring with a fucking boxer. What, have you seen any like classic Vegas shows? No, um, I did see the Dan Band. I, okay, that seems like it'd be fun. Yeah, I saw them at the House of Blues yeah. over at Mandalay Bay. That was pretty cool. I saw Penn and Teller once, not in Vegas, but I know they're like Vegas guys. They were fucking amazing. Yeah, everybody shits on magicians, but it's like, can you fucking catch up? They literally do a trick where you catches a bullet in his mouth it's like obviously they didn't really do it if he shoots a gun on it's like this is fucking rad yeah uh no i i louis anderson was in town last week i wanted to go see that i would love to see louis anderson uh i did he's a huge degenerate gambler oh my god he has to be yeah he's like a big time degenerate like and he has like a line he's been headlining out here for so long he has a line of credit like half the casinos hell yeah <laughs> I would see Carrot Top just to see what he does. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Let's see. Oh, I, I saw a Smashing Pumpkins uh, and Nirvana cover bands. Okay. Yeah, that sounds fun. I went to some low-level, uh, like, lightweight fights once. That was kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. Vegas, baby. I'm going to go get a minor league baseball game soon. Yeah, I feel like that's that's actually kind of like D-Gen shit. Oh, yeah. You're like, you're just like hammered, like, it's the middle of the day. You're eating like peanuts. You're getting the shells everywhere. Dude, they got $2 beers. Yeah, t- yeah. beers are cheap as fuck. You That's have like 15 beers. I've gone to the strip now in downtown a little bit the last couple weeks. It's so expensive compared to my local spots. Yeah. Like, dude, we go the to... The strip is like... this. Eh, the strip sucks. If I take you to the Suncoast, one of my local spots there here in the foothills, bro, uh, we got a fucking uh, mix and match. I need to see the real Vegas. I need to see Scott Bowser's yeah, name. Yeah, dude. The mix and match six pack bucket for uh, fifteen bucks. Can't beat that. So that's less than can't, three bucks. Can't, can't a beer. get that in L.A. Yeah, it's less than three a beer. Dude, you can't. And then now, see, and the bowling alley lounge in that casino is one of my favorite places on the planet. Oh my god, I love a bowling alley lounge. Eleven dollar pitchers of Heineken. That's and shit. That's that feels just like it feels spiritually right to be like drinking cheap beer by the pitcher in a bowling alley lounge. Dude, Heineken pitchers for eleven. Like, it's fucking not bad. I'll, I'll hang out there for hours. Yeah. Also, I like bowling. Oh, well, dude, they got a, a great shuffleboard table there with the digital scoreboard that you can fucking control. Oh, betting on bowling is actually pretty degen shit. Oh, yeah. Betting on the... You know the guy who became a meme? I think his name's Pete something. Like, the guy who wears the glasses inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he hits the strike. He goes, who do you think you are? I am. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? I know exactly what you're talking about. That guy's the fucking man. There's like a documentary about. Yeah, if you bet on professional bull, I don't know. I've, like I said, I bet on professional darts. And that's pretty degen. Okay, did you win? I well, I bet on like four of them. I think I went like two and two. So I kind of. I love that when you see professional darts. It's all like really fat British dudes. Yeah, yeah. Like they're There's like no studs. like young stud in darts. It's like these men are all like fifty something alcoholics. Who look horrible. They're all chugging. And they're so good at darts. Yeah. They're like they spent like two decades in a pub doing like avoiding their wives and ruining their families by getting so good at darts. How angry do you think these guys got when they changed the recipe on Newcastle? Oh my god. There was probably a riot in Newcastle. I don't know. <laughs> the three people probably died. It's fucking it's fucking it's just it's not right. It's and not I don't know if that's how they talk in Newcastle. It's but. not the right thing. It's not, fucking right to do i know i have listeners in the uk so if any of you want to uh i'm sorry if you want to let us know what a newcastle accent yeah. sounds like Newcastle, newkies probably have a whole other thing going on i have a northern englander coming on the show next month malcolm bamford he's a he's a horse racing expert and stuff so i only been to a horse track one time i was in new orleans it was uh my birthday it was also thanksgiving day and the night before, I had been out drinking, and I mentioned it was my birthday. And they're like, oh, your birthday's on Thanksgiving tomorrow? Like, you know what everyone does here on Thanksgiving? I was like, no, what? They were like, it's the opening day of the racetrack. So everyone on Thanksgiving Day goes to the racetrack real early, and they get all dressed up. Yep. Like, it's not like Kentucky Derby, like, southern, like, pink pants and blazers. It's like New Orleans, like, people going out. Like almost Mardi Gras style. That sounds uh, pretty dope. And pe- people just get hammered all day, and and it's the opening day, and that's just like the thing. Me so my, like me I got my dressed up, a... I went, and, and I was just fucking. 
And, and the thing there is when it's your birthday, people start pinning single dollar bills to you. So then like the locals see that and then they, so everyone's coming up like happy birthday because they see the singles and then people just keep doing it. So by the end of the night, you have like 50, 60 bucks in singles, clothes pinned to your suit and you're like hammered because you started drinking at 10 a.m. at the horse races. And it was like so fun. I was like, this is the best. I got to come to the race. Although, you know, that, that was a special time. I That's don't think true. I won anything on the horses, but I, I made like $75 just it being my birthday. So I won uh, 50 bucks on a horse on Sunday. I was at the uh, the sportsbook bar having a couple of Bloody Marys in the morning hanging out. And uh, I look up and over at the because in the horse book, they have all the, the screens for all the tracks around the whole country. Right. right? And I see in Belmont, they got this uh one of the top trainers in New York had a few horses running in this race. Uh, his name's Anthony Stabile, just like the character from Goodfellas. Oh, and so, hey, I know him. He's a good guy. Hey, so, look, hey. but he had a horse hey. named Stanhope running in the oh, race. That's amazing. And I'm like, I am loading on this guy. It was nine to one when I put the bet in. I put five bucks win, five bucks place. But then it went down to six to one. But I paid back fifty two bucks. So it was a nice little. Uh... What is the deal with? Is it Medina Spirit? The horse that's on drugs. That did the steroids, yeah. The doping horse. Yeah. First of all, it's like, aren't they all doing that? They're all doing it, yeah. It's just they Second of all, it's like, don't penalize the horse. Yeah. He's not it's taking the, the drugs. for giving it to him. Yeah, it's like, let the horse run. Just, for, I don't know. They it's should. Like, yeah, it's like they're just. I'm all about, the- like, legalizing all drug use in sports. It's like, let these guys, they're doing it anyway. Let them juice up as much as they it's it's human potential. It's like you know, we, we don't use wooden cleats anymore. We we, we you know yeah. things change with the times. It, drugs are technology. We use different technology well, in and sports. I, I get the old uh, like nineteen seventy steroids that gave all those guys brain tumors. Like, but yeah, dude, but it's they, all like, they knew what they were doing. Now it's all like designer HGH and like like stuff yeah. where it's like. Dude, it's so it's like it's good for you, man. Like <laughs> if you can look at what Sammy Sosa looks like now oh, and be like, I'm gonna do steroids, then that's on you, my friend. Because <laughs> he looks like fucking I don't even know. He looks like uh Are you talking about the pink hat or the cowboy photo? He looks like Grimace. He looks like Grimace from McDonald's. <laughs> Have you seen the cowboy photo? Yes. His wife are dressed up in like the cowboy Oh outfits. my god. Yeah. That's if, if you see that and are still like, I'm on board with steroids, and that's on you. Yeah, you you have uh, You knew the risks. <laughs> you gotta oh man, like uh I dude, I need to get my car I need to get my car wash and hashtag not sponsored. Need to get it over to the Jose Canseco Showtime Car Wash over. <laughs> Speaking Does of he have like a string of car washes? He has one like main car wash. Dude, I've gone there before just because like I heard he was doing a meet and greet and Brido was like, dude, if you don't go down there, you're going to regret it. And so I go of down Of course, Brido's like, you got to get down there. And like I didn't have a car at the time. I have a car now. So it's like I have a reason to go. So I took the bus down to this car wash that, on Halloween day because Jose Canseco. That's two- amazing. So something about that's just right. He tweeted that he's going to do this meet and greet. So I get down there. And I think like, I saw this on Twitter. Yeah, it kind of went. It went like semi-viral. I got I got a good, pretty good uh, little response on it. Because I had a whole thread because there was all these pick Like, dude, there's like, these cardboard cutouts of Canseco, like... Like from his playing days, and they like, oh my with like God. I love book. him. I I love the courage it takes to just be like demented on Twitter. Publicly. Yeah, dude. Just be like, hey, I'm insane. What's up? But it's like it's basically the his Twitter personality, and these like cart 
like comic book strip cartoon cutouts I love it. everywhere. I love it. So it's him all like stud back like 25 years old with the oh, Oakland yeah. A's with his yeah. mullet. And yeah. then it'll, it'll be like a little caption above him that says, yeah, I did steroids and I also hit a lot of long balls. So what? Like a, I love that. I also banged a lot of chicks. Yeah. I think and one you of know what? Did. He's right. That car wash is probably making crazy bang. Yeah, dude. Well, it's got gambling machines. He probably does really well. Go yeah. there and play some video poker. Yeah, it fucking works. <laughs> don't fuck with uh, you know. Don't fuck with results. You know. They got a popper shot in there too, but you know what I ended up discovering is there's an incredible dive bar across the street from there. Just mwah. there you go. It's it you would have never found that dive bar if you no. didn't go down and meet Jose Canseco at his car wash. Yeah, because like, and it, that's that's a real D-Gen story. It's like, how did you happen upon your favorite dive bar? Well, I was going to Jose Canseco's insane I, car wash. I took the bus. And I just to, ended up drinking in here. Yeah. I took the fucking bus to a car wash to see Jose. Canseco. Did you meet him? No, I read it. Cause here's the thing. I, you go up and you look at the menu. It's like 80 bucks for the meet and greet and a car wash. So it's like, it's like a part of like, that's how they get you. I want that's the, how he gets you. I want the extra wax. And I want Jose while you guys are running it through the wash, me and Jose are going to, uh, chat up, uh, about the 88 world series, you know, like <laughs> he probably made so much fucking money that day. Yeah, dude. I mean, it actually wasn't that busy, dude. I, he basically does that all the time where he says he'll be there. He's just, I think he's like always there in the back room. So if someone ponies up the cash. Does he just have out. one car? He doesn't have like a string of car wash. No, he's just got the one. He's just one. And if you watch That's a lot even of, funnier. If you watch a lot of ESPN 30 for 30s, uh, these guys are always blowing their money and losing it on car washes. It's like the most I classic. Classic, like, failed, like, a uh, retired athlete move. What about athletes will, like, open a steakhouse? Or it'll be like, uh, 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 is it who's the guy who played for the Colorado? He has car dealerships all over Colorado. Quarterback John Elway. Uh, yeah, so Elway's like huge car salesman guy. Like he's, you know, Elway shits everywhere in Colorado. Hey, or you open up like a classy steakhouse and you like hang around the bar and like there's pictures of you and your plaques on the wall. Like eh, you know, yeah, Mike Michael Jordan. Uh, yeah. Mickey Mickey Mantle had a really good steakhouse in New York for years. Like, yeah, you hang out, you get drunk on scotch at the bar, you, you glad hand everyone. People say, "Hey, champ, good to see you." <laughs> you post for some pics. That's a good life, dude. I ah, I, uh, I like this as a web series where you play a, a retired, a young retired boxer or MMA no, fighter. No, I can't. I, you need someone that I can't play a young retired boxer. No, uh, and. Uh, no. You need someone who's like in their fifties and like broken down and like clearly has like CTE. Okay, like Brendan Walsh. <laughs> yes, yes, Brendan Walsh would be perfect for this. Where he, yeah, he plays a boxer, and uh, yeah, and like he's just kind of a shit show, but he means well. And he's trying and to it's, open and up and a it's almost like Cheers. It's like the characters yeah. in the bar. You got like the DJs who come in. And it's like set in Vegas or whatever. D-Gen Cheers. Cheers never leaned into the D-Gen. It's no. like, Norm is hammered. He's yeah. coming here all the time. He's no. neglecting his family. Like, you got to put mur- a fucking gloss over this. Like, these are serious alcoholics. They literally had a murderer's row of D-Gens in there with him D-Gen, and Cliff. It's literally <laughs> D-Gen Cheers is the pitch. I mean, I would watch it because I love Cheers, but it's like, yeah, you know, Cheers is lighthearted. You know, they might deal with a serious issue here and there, but like. DJ and Cheers, when they really lean into how fucking grim yeah, it is. Yeah, I picture it as Cheers meets Eastbound and Down. <laughs> yes, yes, that would be, oh my God, I would watch that so hard. Yeah, that's the, so, I know industry people listen to the show, you hearing this? This is what the Stone people want. 
Don't steal that idea. I'm going uh, to write I'll, a treatment. Carl and I will write the shit out of this We're going to write a treatment. God, he's found down so good. Dude. Oh, dude, it's hilarious. It's you watch so Succession? Funny. Are you a Succession guy? I haven't watched Succession. Oh, man, it's coming back next month. Uh, there's only two seasons so far. I recommend getting caught up on this one before. All right, all right. I, I was, like, missing out. You know, on Twitter, everyone's, like, doing the memes and the quotes and talking yeah. about them. I'm like, I'm missing out. I, I go watch the show. I just, Kieran, there's too much shit. There's Kieran much shit Culkin, is an, his character in that is the ultimate D-Gen. Okay, all right. Like, well, he is... Awesome. Ultimate Definitely DJ. Trying to think of, and there's a lot of DJs in that show. Oh, I... have you seen the movie Filth with James McAvoy? No. Okay, you know, you know James McAvoy. Yeah. Uh, so he plays kind of like a. It's almost a la Bad Lieutenant, okay. where he's like an out of control cop who's like addicted to drugs and sex, and just like in a crazy downward spiral. Also. You have to mention Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans, starring Nick Cage, directed by Werner Herzog. A modern masterpiece of degeneracy. It is. A, you know, I need to do, because, like, I've done all the, I did an episode with Danky about all the best Vegas movies, but I haven't done oh, one of, like, Leave just, Las Vegas, of course, classic, but, dude, rewatch Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. Oh, I it's love that so movie. It's so fucking good. It's great. It's so good. Yeah. Dude, like, uh. But I, I think like uh, I need to do a whole DGen movie episode. I think that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's a great one. Uh, you know, it's a great DGen movie. It's on uh, Paramount Plus, I think, right now. If you have that, it's a uh, Let It Ride with Richard Dreyfus. I have not even heard of that. Where he plays a cab uh, a cab driver who's like kind of a low life gambler, and he gets a tip on this race in the first race and the next day. And then he wins on it. And then he takes all that money and lets it ride like on the next race where the guy gives him another tip. And then wow. from there, he just has this day at the tra- like the greatest day ever. Like, where next thing you know, he's up in the turf let club. He just keeps letting it ride all day. But he's just, oh, he's like the biggest degenerate ever. It's a great movie. It's great. That reminded me, I just watched California Split. Oh, with, uh, with Elliot, Elliot Gould. Gould and um, classic degen movie. Yeah. 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 Elliot Gould's so good in that. I think The Sting is another good, like Paul Newman. Oh, my God. I got to rewatch The Sting because I remember my dad loved it. So we would watch it a lot when I was a kid. So fucking good. And really? The Color of Money. I mean, they're both about, uh, you know, hustlers. D-Gen Paul Newman. Yeah. he. God, The Sting. So I got I to gotta rewatch The Sting. It's real. I haven't, I haven't watched that in a few They years. set up that whole fake fucking a fake sports book. Yeah, dude. Just for oh one, my God. For one fake that horse guy race. so good. And like That's all it so is, good. is they get they they have the guy at the wire station yeah. delay the results of the race yeah, by five minutes. Exactly, exactly. Oh my god, what a good, what a good movie. That's that's going on my rewatch list. And I mean, you got Robert Shaw where he's coming. Like he did like that in Jaws back to back there in the seventies. Damn, like dude. damn, crazy run. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at. Uh, well, the craziest run ever is uh, John Cazale. What was the run? Godfather, Conversation, Godfather 2, uh, um, the other one with Al Pacino, or the Dog Day Afternoon, and then... Uh, oh, God, yeah, you're and then right. The Deer Hunter. Oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> like, Damn, dude. that's a run. And then he kind of just, like, and he died wasn't really in? Oh, I didn't know that. He was dying at... Like, he was, like, sick when they did Deer Hunter. Oh, wow. And, like... That's a fucking run. But, yeah, he was only in five movies or whatever that is. That's wild. Every one of his movies yeah. was nominated for Best Picture, 
and that's three so of them yeah. won it. <laughs> yeah, who can say that? That's legacy shit. Yeah, dude. I'm like, he's so good as Fredo, man. Like he is so good. See, I'm starting yeah. to turn into Fredo. Or next time you see me, I'm gonna have some like wide collared suit on. Just hey, how you doing? Oh, <laughs> good to see you. Hey, get these fellas some chips on the well, house. I, I think you're more of a sunny type. And more sunny, like like the, yeah, just extremely hot headed, eating fucking gra- yeah, and sun- then maybe Sunday you get gunned down in a car. Eating fucking ZD in an undershirt yeah, all day. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I could see you doing that. Yeah. And then getting fucking lit up in a toll booth. <laughs> oh, so good. So oh, good. man. I just rewatched Goodfellas, which, you know, always a good idea to watch Goodfellas. But that, that's got some D-Gen action in it. Big time. When, when he starts to kind of like spiral into like cocaine psychosis. That's some good D-Gen shit. Very good D-Gen. Also, he's all pale and sweaty. He's going fucking insane. Also, they're like nonstop gambling through the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leota's <laughs> fucking so good in that. Like, they gamble so... D-Gen Cinema. This, this can be like D-Gen Cinema Corner. You can add this to the show. This can be like a little a segment little, that a you little do. Segment. Okay, D-Gen... Yeah, what's another... Uh, I, gotta, I gotta make a list, dude. Because, like, I'm trying to... There's some old-timey ones, too, dude, that I'm not thinking of. Um. Oh, Paper Moon. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's probably like some classic like horse racing movies I don't even know about. Dude, Paper. Remember Moon. when they tried to make that show with Dustin Hoffman about horse racing and the horses kept dying? Yeah, and it was a good show. It was called Luck, right? Yeah, it turned out <laughs> like twenty horses died, and they were like, "All right, we just got we, to call it. This we is no can't good. Make this anymore." Didn't they have to shut down the racetrack out here in LA? Just yeah, because, the because horses- of that show. Yeah. If a horse breaks its leg running in the race, do they have to shoot it on the racetrack? Yeah, they usually do that right there. I've, I've done. They bring a little curtain. So, like, out. what? They like put a tarp around it. You hear like a shotgun blast in the yeah, stands. It's, it's like muffled. <laughs> like it's like what? A, it's like a silence, like muffled. I, I don't clip. think I realized that it was like that visceral. Yeah, it's uh, horse racing is fucking wild. Yeah, I've seen that a few times in my life, dude. Like What's I said, I saw greyhound them. racing. Is that is that legal? Is that does that still happen? I think there's like a couple counties in Florida yet left that are like the that's most. like real DJ <laughs> yeah. shit. The dog races. I bet those that dude. Uh, funny DJ story. Years ago, this is like in my twenties. Me and my buddy Dave were in Laughlin for his cousin's bachelor party, and uh, he's like, "Hey, I gotta cash him a ticket." We went to go. Ca- we had some baseball winners. We went to go cash our tickets, and then he's like, "I gotta go take a leak," and I'm like, "All right, cool. I'll wait for you." And then uh, I'm sitting there. He's like, "All right, ready to go." I'm like, "Hold on, I gotta, I gotta think about the start." He's like, "What's? There's no, there's nothing on them all. Dog race, <laughs> you know, like I, I'm sitting there oh, betting dog races." He goes, "Man, you are a fucking degenerate. That's yeah, a real like, degenerate." Well, look, and then uh, you, you left me alone. This is what happened. And then, then he immediately goes, "Oh shit, I forgot. I have another ticket that's a winner." I'm like, oh, "What game? We already bet our baseball game." He's like, "Oh, I had a WNBA dog racing WNBA." <laughs> He's, bet, he's betting on WNBA. Yeah. Like, so he, he called me a degenerate for betting dogs, and he's out there betting That's pretty dogs. funny. Have you ever bet on High Lie? No, that's something I would love to get into. Is that, like, illegal because it's, like, overseas or whatever? No. Uh, they have it legal in some places, once again, in Florida. All I feel the- like that's in, like, The Godfather, where it's, like, Meyer, or, like, uh, the, the guy in Florida, the Jewish guy. Isn't he I, betting on High Lie at one point? I think so. 
Oh, I think, uh, there's a I, think I remember scene. that from some movie. Oh, Black That's Mask. like a very like mafia thing to do. Like I'm betting on High Lie in my Florida mansion. So High Lie, I believe, works the same way horse racing does with paramutual odds, which means they set a morning line of odds, but as money comes in, the odds constantly shift, and it's the odds that are at the very final second that are locked in. Okay. Whereas, like, if I go to a sports book for like a football game, the odds can move all like over a the place. Set line. The odds can move all over the place, but whatever I get it at, I get it at. Whereas, uh, okay, see, I, I never really realized that distinction. Okay, whereas, like, at a horse race, you get what it goes off at at the finals. So, like that Stanhope horse the other day, when I put the bet in, it was like nine to one, ten to one, and then by the time the race started, it was down to six to one. Right. Okay. Like late money came in on it to knock the odds down. So. I'm like so bad at ga- like I'm not a gambler. I do I do remember being in Vegas and I don't think I'd ever played roulette. And I was just like, oh, like I'll throw some money down, and I won like five hundred dollars on the first spin. <laughs> and I was like, I'm walking away. I was yeah, like, I, yeah. I don't think I have the DJ. Like the DJ would have been like, all right, it's go time. Yeah. I just think See, uh, I, I don't you know. DJ, I'm, in other ways, you, know, you go blow it on some drugs and some booze or something. Well, that's true. I, I DJ in other ways, but not gambling. Go buy a hook. Although it is fun to like sit there and play blackjack and like get drunk on like well oh, whiskey yeah. and like. I mean, winning money is an intoxicating feeling. Like I get that. I like going to the sports book, dude, because I got there's games on all kinds of shit. There's races on all kinds of shit going off all day. Like sometimes we'll have the dog races on in the sports book. I'll bet on them. You know, of course I'm fucking DJ. And the funny thing about it is <laughs> these things are like the fat one dog will go out to a lead and then he'll fucking eat shit, take four others out. And like, so like I always bet the long shots in that. Yeah, but it's like if that were horses, they'd have to kill them. Dogs are like, oh, they're yeah, fine. They'll get back yeah, up. They'll get back. Rover I feel, I feel less bad about the dogs. Dude, I went to the dog track in Mexico, and they, they weren't running that day, but we went on a tour oh, of it. that's DJ. Mexican dog track? Where was that? In Tijuana, dude. Which is... Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. And so, uh, dude, they had, uh, like, when we walked through their, like, Hall of Champions, where, like, pictures of the best dogs and stuff, and they had little... Los Peros Campeones. Dude, they have spider monkeys dressed up as jockeys, and they put them on the back. What? Yes, dude. Oh my god! All right, this is like my sport. This is only in Mexico. <laughs> I think so. Like, there's monkeys jockeying the dog. <laughs> like you know, like, maybe the animal rights this during was, the race. This was from like 19. This is like 30 years ago when I went with my family. That's real deep. That's like old school DJ. Shit. Yeah, it was wow. one of the funniest things. I've I ever wonder seen. if that still happens. Like I was, I wish we got to see them run that day. I would have so been oh in on that. Oh my god! I go to Tijuana pretty regularly, so. I am going to fucking ask around. I'll be like, Monos? Uh, atrás de los perros? Huh? ¿Dónde está? You just got back from Mexico, right? I, I was just in Mexico City. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I didn't hear anything about dog racing or cockfighting, but I did go to a bullfight one time in Mexico and. I mean, people must be betting, but like, it is like so brutally violent. Like, it's yeah, because like, it's a lot. Either like, the man you know, or the I'm bull- a guy who likes violent movies and shit, but like, when you see them just like stabbing the fucking shit out of it, it's bleeding everywhere. You're like, this is yeah, that's a little. Ah. I think that's why people cheer when the matador gets it because it's like it's not fair to the bull. It's not just the one guy. Like, they come out on horses, they fucking spear it. Like, uh, you know, the, the odds are against the animal there. You know what I have gotten into is rodeo. 
Oh, I love rodeo. I, I've been to several rodeos because my brother lives in Colorado, and I've been to one in Wyoming. Very fun. Yeah, I, I would rather get drunk at a rodeo than get drunk at like a baseball game or a, a basketball. They have game. a huge rodeo here every year in Vegas, and I'm going to definitely go and cover it for the. I'm podcast. going to one in. Uh, my brother lives in Fort Collins, like north of Denver now, and there's like a big rodeo in the summer. I'm going to be out there visiting him. Like we're fucking going to the rodeo, dude. It's cool how many Brazilian guys are good at it. And it makes oh, sense. Oh no, because they have a big cowboy culture in Brazil yeah. and Argentina. Yep, and they so have like, like they're and, like we're cowboys. You guys, what the it's fuck all about doing? Brazilian steakhouses everywhere too. So it's like they're yeah. a beef culture. They they got a crazy cowboy culture going on down there. Yeah, dude. Like uh, yeah, the the fucking yeah the, the plains. You know, it's like out there the fucking and Mexico. Mexico's all about the vaqueros. You know, they got the cowboy shit. They have the big belt buckles. Hats, boots, you know. Well, the in fucking, Argentina, they're the gauch, they're gauchos. The gaucho culture, yeah, gaucho culture is serious. They're just out there on the plains, the pamplas, drinking their mate, <laughs> eating steak, fucking being a fucking badass with like sheep wool chaps on. <laughs> Dude, yeah, watching guys ride bulls, it's like, all right, I I get it. Like, this, this is it. awesome. Yeah, it's great. Like, I, I I'd, was- I'd rather watch that than watch a guy stab the shit out of a bull. Dude, and it's perfect for gambling because there's a new one going every fucking couple minutes. Yeah, it's like eight, nine seconds, and you're like, all right, let's get the new guy in here. Yeah, it's great. It's fast-paced. Yeah, you got a lot of action going. It's like a crop stable. All right, yeah, I'm going to become a rodeo guy. I like this. I'll get some cowboy boots. Ah, I I can see you leaning into that, yeah. Yeah, I could, I could, I could do that. I like that style. Get a big belt buckle. I'm pretty sure I already told this on the show, but a couple weeks ago, I got to tell you about this. You're going to love this. I was at a... the Suncoast, my my local spot that I like to hype on a lot. Uh, but this guy comes in, like, really looking real shady and, like, sketched out. And he's wearing a lay. And he's got, like, a big, like, novelty tiki drink. And I know my neighborhood. Like, there's not a tiki bar within, like, 10 right. miles from here. This guy's from the, he just got, he just came from the strip carrying a drink in a yeah. lay. Yeah. And so, like, uh, he comes, dude, he comes in, like, he's like, carrying this big like shopping bag kind of thing like like a trader joe's like this like disposable kind like a big like nice one right and i'm like, like what's going on dude like this there's no tiki bars around here something's and, off about this guy and he's like sketch out looking around and all of a sudden his sketchy ass buddy comes in with his bag and they do the swap right there at the table but they, they, they oh try and, my god you yeah. saw the fucking exchange like we do well we saw him like get up one guy get up walk around yeah. the other guy stay there yeah, and then, like, yeah. When he finally matching leaves, bags, it was different bags. They weren't that good. Oh, that's not that's not pro. That's but not I was pro style. I was live tweeting it, and one of my followers was like, "Dude, you should go up behind the guy at the bar and just be like, right. the jig is up. Yeah, yeah, the jig is up. They're on to you. <laughs> Walk out of here now if you know what's you thought you were going to get away from us. Uh, you thought that's this was so funny. That's DJ shit. That's real Vegas shit. Yeah. So yeah, you, you see, don't see that on the strip. No, no. And he was like drinking in a bar, like a tiki bar, and like forgot about it. That he's like, oh shit, the, the the exchange. I'm late, and had to like jump in a cab with a fucking lay and a drink. Like, dude, they, the best DJ shit. If you if you want to go see a lot of DJ shit, ones go to downtown. Like I went, there, I was there last night with Kramer and Sean. Like, because that's where the locals are. The strip is all like uh, yahoos from the mid from the Midwest. They're like, oh, I'm gonna get drunk all weekend. You know, still oh, no, just- there's still a lot of tourists at downtown. Like okay. where I live, like there's three main places I go to: Suncoast. I Sa- want the more local vibe. I want the Scott Bowser vibe. Santa Fe Station's one of my new favorite ones. I really like that one a lot. It's a little bit more of a drive, but it's worth it. Uh, okay. Red Rock's great. Red, you would love Red Rock, dude. It looks more like a high end shopping mall. Okay. 
It, like, it's really, really nice. But, dude, yeah. Santa Fe Station has this shuffleboard table. That's the I group. love shuffleboard. Okay. Have can you, you seen... gamble on it? Oh, yeah. You can gamble on it. It's Vegas, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. You got to get some yeah. side action going. I love, I love okay. shuffleboard. It's a shuffleboard that looks like almost a J shape. And at Curved the, shuffleboard, you say? Yeah, and at the at the very end of the J, there's like a grid of different colors with different like markings and territories, and you can look at the 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 code key, and there's like football, baseball, basketball, golf. Golf's to me is the best one to play for it because you can just you know it's easy to keep score on the strokes and everything going around. That sounds fun as hell. Yeah, and like it's a all right. I'm coming out to Vegas. Curve shuffle, but all my local spots all have a movie theater. They all have a fucking uh, uh, bowling alley. They all have a lounge in the bowling alley. That's all you need. Like That's I should all just you need. Do, honestly, I should go to Red Rock one of these days and just watch the fucking uh, locker room at the bowling alley, and I'm sure I will see. Some, oh my god! Some yeah, like the, like the pros, the guys around like the teams there. I'm just saying no, no, because there's like the, the like the bowling like the airport locker cell. Oh yeah. Oh no, I'm no, saying, no, the storage <laughs> locker. Yeah, dude, you'll see. You'll. See, See some fucking exchanges going. Yeah, down. If, I, if you think the guy in the tiki thing was cheating. that's the pro move though. You like lock it up. You take the key. Do a, a yeah. key handoff, low key. This guy's in the casino with a huge bag. It's like ah, that's that's amateur hour shit. You're fucking up. You're on camera. The bags aren't matching. Yeah, he's the you're, you look all suspicious. If, if if you look at a guy and he's like he looks suspicious, that dude fucking looks suspicious. Dude, that was on Sopranos. Remember when Janice hit that Russian lady's leg in the yes, the, the bowling exactly. alley locker? Room? Yeah, like look if it's good enough for Janice, it's good enough for me. I, I don't need any more than that, dude. No, but they all have that. They all have a good steakhouse. They'll have like some sort of like gastro pub type spot, an Italian spot. That's all I, that's all I need. A Do seafood a little bowling, spot and an Asian spot. Flick, down some brews. You know. No, I, dude, you and me go to Suncoast, dude. I'm telling you, and we'll go to the 9090 Grill in there. Nice little restaurant. They got some uh, good beers, nice, microbrew. Nice steak, maybe a martini. Oh, what yeah. am I, fucking Frank Sinatra over here? Hey, <laughs> drinking a martini oh, over here. I know a spot downtown that you'd love, Atomic Liquors. Okay. It's the spot that uh, Rat Pack used to party at, like, way back in the day in downtown. I like that. But they also use like the patio there to watch the old atomic bomb testings. <laughs> that's, that's that's great. It's like what what do you got on the game? No, uh, bikini atoll, nineteen fifty two. Yeah, they got the big one. This is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. No, dude, like there's those. Uh, Red Rock's pretty cool though, because Red Rock has the power of food court. I was just there Sunday. There's a Starbucks. Sometimes you want a good food. Bar. I need a good buffet. That's the thing that like That's I associate so with Vegas. And obviously there's bad ones, but like you go to like a good one that has like a good seafood bar with the crab legs and there's a guy slicing roast beef. It's like, oh, what's uh, yeah, that's heaven. Yeah. The you just got to know that you're in a nice one because then otherwise you're worried about getting sick because it's like, you know, you're in a shitty buffet. It's like 18 bucks. You're like. Look at the crab legs. Stay away like, from eh, the, uh, the, the... I don't know. Uh, you want pork. some crab Louie salad? Yeah, how long has that been sitting out there? I don't know also about that stay one. stay away from the pork at Vegas Buffet. If you're at one that's like an $80 one, though, they're like, okay, oh, yeah, this is no, pretty quality. Fine. But a lot of them, what they do is they take all the slop feed left over from the buffets, and they feed it to this pig farm outside of town, and that's where they raise the pigs for a lot of the buffets. So a lot of it is them eating pig meat, and so that's not. Uh, yeah, that's probably better with the pigs eating industrial pig farms. I'm not worried about that. 
right. So there's a little bit of that. I just want. I just want. I'm gonna eat a lot of shrimp, and I just want. I just need to make sure I'm not gonna get food poisoning, because okay. I want to drink all night. Um, I don't want to be shitting my brains out in my spacious hotel room with the with the bathtub. There's you know? a bar, and I think it's a chain. I think there's like two, three locations called Shuckers, which is an oyster theme bar over here by me. And I haven't been there yet. As long as they're quality oysters, I will go to any oyster bar at any time. I love oysters. There's some good uh, ones here because they fly them yeah. in fresh every day. So yeah, you know, Vegas is getting all the fresh shit flown in. Vegas has really good restaurants right like now. Like all these big chefs are yep. opening cool restaurants. I mean, this guy uh, Chris from LA who has like a three restaurant Thai food empire night market. He just opened the thing in Vegas. They need to so open Vegas a Zancow like- chicken here. That's been my uh they opened a Zancos oh yeah roy joy from la opened something in vegas too all the guys are doing it you got to open the vegas right who doesn't want a cool vegas restaurant it's like if you're a chef you're like fuck yeah, yeah. some fucking hotel group or hospitality group will pay you like a shitload of money to use your name yeah, you show up for a little bit and you're like okay i think it's down at south point but which is kind of a hike for me but I was, my my boss was telling me there's this uh one of the steakhouse like one of the really really nice steakhouses down there on the strip, like South Strip, from midnight to two AM every night, they do a fifty percent off all steaks happy hour. I love that. I fucking love that. <laughs> One of the worst closures during COVID was in LA was Pacific Dining Car, which was this place where like all the corrupt uh politicos used to meet. It's been open since the twenties. It used to be in like a train car. I mean it still is a train car, but they've built more onto it as the years progressed. But it was open 24 7, 365. So you could go there anytime. Christmas Day New Year's Eve, and it's like the waiters were in like white tuxes, and it was like expensive, but it was like so old school. And it's just like, ah, there's not many places like that. The classic old school steakhouse, LA has precious few, and we lost one of the best. But there's a lot of good steakhouses here, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all about a steakhouse dinner. I mean, that's that's like part of my ideal Vegas night. Yeah, actually, Sean and Kramer invited me. They have reservations at one of them at 10 p.m. the night. And I got to work early. Well, in the a late dinner, a party dinner. Yeah, I was like, ah, that's European style. <laughs> yeah, it's a. I'm gonna be probably crashed out by then already, but I appreciated the offer. That was a really nice. Yeah. Though. they bought yeah. me pizza the, the, last the, night. Those guys too. are doing it. You get a shrimp cocktail. You get a wedge salad. You get a huge fucking ribeye. You drink three martinis. Maybe a bottle of wine while you're eating the steak. I mean, yeah, that's a perfect dinner. I just thought of the scene from Mad Men where. Uh, he invites uh, Sterling over for dinner, and she has to give him her steak. And then she's just sitting. There I don't remember. Betty's sitting there I'm... eating like steamed veggies. It's from like season one or whatever. And he's like, "Oh, this steak's so good. You're sure you don't want any? You know, why didn't you want any?" And it's like, "Well, we had dinner planned for two tonight, kind of thing." Oh, I see. Okay. I just I don't know. Why yeah, I I, what's better than a good steak? You know. Dude, it's the best, especially like dining out. It's like I cook steaks at home all the time. I can make a fucking good steak. Uh, you know, obviously you don't always want to go out and steak house and pay for it, hey, but like the dive a good be- steak at a bar. I mean, at like a good steakhouse that has a cool bar. I mean, that's, that's like a top oh, dining yeah. experience. Dude. At, uh, I got to take you to the place, Arizona Charlie's, which is like the dive casino by me where they got a little, oh, that sounds like a place I would like 24 hour diner. And they're called the sourdough cafe yeah. or that four ninety nine, or, and if you get it at happy hour price, it's three ninety nine. Steak and eggs combo they have there is it's the dude, best. When you're drunk at like steak. 4 a.m., a diner is like the best thing that could ever fucking happen to you, dude. It's the best five dollar steak I've ever had in my life. It's oh, so good. God, dude. I love steak and eggs. Oh, yeah, with hash browns and that's toast. All and I, shit. Oh, that's all I fucking want. Yeah, 
I'm but a simple man. <laughs> nah, I got to. Oh, dude, there's another place I think you like, Crab Corner, where it's like a Maryland crab house. That I they love fly. Crab. They fly in from. Fucking... I like crab better than lobster. Lobster, delicious, overrated, overpriced. I agree. Dude. Also, a lot of people just use it as a vehicle for liquid butter. It's like you put anything in fucking liquid butter, it's gonna be good. You can dip styrofoam into fucking drawn butter, and it's gonna taste good. It's like <laughs> I, that's why I really like grilled uh, lobster. Oh yeah. Because it's like you know you get a little char, but you get the flavor of the lobster. Maybe you do a little butter, but like. Maybe just even a little lemon juice and parsley. It doesn't need the butter. Lobster yeah. can be succulent on its own, but I like. I think crab tastes better, and lobster's overpriced. Uh, this crab place. Give me crab. Give me crab any day. Give me crab all day. Dude, the crab place. If I take you for happy hour, two dollar blue crabs and two dollar rolling rocks. And I love. Oh fuck! And I just watched uh, Mayor of Easttown. That show. It, it's like takes place like right outside of Philly where I grew up. Everyone's drinking Yinglings and Rolling Rocks the whole time. Oh yeah! So I'm like, oh my god, I want an ice cold rock right now. Oh yeah, I want an ice cold Yingling so bad. I love Rolling Rock, dude. Rolling Rock, I drank dude. Rolling Rock all Rolling Rock and Yingling. We're like, what we drank? We never really drank like. Well, we would drink like Natty at like high school parties, but like, I would always I would steal Rolling Rock from my. We would steal it from his dad. He would like. <laughs> He'd like put a bunch of rolling rocks in like his bar refrigerator and like lose track of them. And we were just we were drinking those rocks. Uh, you got dude. Uh, but this is what I love these kind of crab houses where it's like the uh, they just butt, bust out the butcher paper right there on the fucking. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah. That's another great restaurant experience. It's like put on a bib. Shit is gonna get messy in here. Yeah. We encourage it. Like you're just like pounding beers, cracking crabs. I. That's oof. what's better than that. There, Colby's coming out for uh, football during this September, and I told him I'm gonna because he's from uh, Chesapeake Bay Area. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm they do it right do. down there. Just they just put Old Bay on everything: yeah. fries, crabs, biscuits, whatever the fuck, crab I'd, cakes. I'd so Old Bay should a, just be on everything. Old Bay baked potatoes is where it's at. Oh, just, uh, Old Bay. Should, I, I put Old Bay on my eggs the other day. I was like, why aren't I doing this all the time? Oh my god, Old Bay's just that. Yeah. Old Bay's just like Lowry seasoning salt, but better. Yeah. Because it's the celery salt in there. It's, yeah, it's just celery salt. It's like, it, it, I'll put this on fucking anything. Put it on salmon. Oh, put yeah. Put it on fucking any put fish, it on scrambled eggs. Any chicken. Any fish. Any chicken. Hey, put it on a fucking steak. I like making uh, Old Bay uh, chicken tenders. Oh, yeah. Oh. And just a good crab cake. I, I One of my favorite fucking Dude, things. Dude, they have $2 uh, crab cake sliders at this happy hour. Oof. Fuck, this sounds like my kind of joint. Yeah, it's not that far from my pad, too. It's pretty All cool. right, well, you sold me. I'm ready to fall in love with Sin City all over again, Bowser. Yeah. If anyone could do it, you could do it. I knew Because it my thing recently, and I'm actually going in two weeks, is if I'm going to go somewhere to eat and drink and be a degen, it's going to be New Orleans. Uh-huh. And I fucking love New Orleans so much. It's the best. And I'm going in two weeks. I'm so pumped. Who are you going with? And... Uh, friend from college who's moving there oh sweet. so i'm stoked because i'm gonna have a place to crash at the big easy going forward that's pretty cool so i was like that was my thing because i went to vegas so much and then i just like fell in love with new orleans because i never went to new orleans in college i didn't go to into new orleans until i was like out of college and in my 20s and i was like if i'm gonna go somewhere to like party whether it's like a bachelor party or just for like a weekend of excess and just like drink my balls off and just like stay up all night dancing with strangers and doing drugs I'm going to go to fucking New Orleans, not Vegas. So I kind of adopted this, like, 
anti-Vegas thing in my head. But, you know, it's, it's not Vegas' fault. No. And Vegas has changed a lot. Like, especially, like, I haven't been exactly. here a while I haven't been I to Vegas here. in so long. Dude, yeah. It's it's so much different. Because, like, I hadn't been a few years before I moved here. So, like, it's got, like, and, like, the people here, like, uh, the born and bred here kind of hate it. But I kind of dig it. Where it's, like, there's a much more California. Oh, well, yeah. Influence. The locals fucking probably hate it. The, but there's, like, a California influence. growing up there. But it's, like. There's now all these good spots have awesome patios and shit. And there's like cool, there's really cool, like people are really playing with the spaces here. And so, I don't know. It's, there's some really cool spots. Uh, what was the other one I was thinking of? Oh, Parkway Tavern. You sign up for the rewards. There's a chain of them. Okay. There's a Parkway Tavern in New Orleans that does roast beef po'boys. That's amazing. Well, this, just, get, this place, just uh, FYI. Do they keep track of your beer, the amount you drink on a digital scoreboard? <laughs> No, like a, like I running love that. Count. Yeah, and every, like I'm putting up huge numbers today, dude. Every milestone you hit to over on your overall total, they'll give you like a street sign, and you can work your way all the way up to like an interstate sign. <laughs> what, what's your What's your number? What What's your all time? What's your I, record? I've only been there a few times. So I probably only have like twelve to twenty knockdown on there. Like I don't twenty beers. Yeah. I, I I need to hit like three thousand to really get the street sign. See, I or you get the band. 20, no. be, Twenty beers in one in one over the course of one session. No, no, no. This is like my total, like because they keep track of your total number you have at their friend. Oh, franchise. I thought you meant just like while you're there. No, 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 not that one day. Lifetime total of beers at like the two locations I've been to. Yeah, that's terrifying though. What if you're like, you know, I'm a heavy drinker. I don't want to go into Parkway and they're like. Hey Carl, here's your three thousand seven hundred. I'm like, I don't want to know that. I th- your 3, this is better unknown. Throw away the data. I don't want to know. Three thousand. They give you. Oh a Carl, street- here's your four thousand beer. You fucking alcoholic. I think the three thousand though, they give you a street sign unveiling and a banner. And they, okay, I guess and- there is like a perverse pride. You're like, I'm number one in the, in the leaderboard right now. I'm gonna. It's gonna they be a throw big you weekend. a I'm huge gonna... party for hitting three thousand beers, <laughs> with like a and they throw you a, like a ceremony, you know, like a, it's like a, you get a championship banner of you in this bar. I don't think there's one establishment where I've had over two thousand beers. I, I kind of want to start a monthly show uh, through Parkway and just hit all their locations like every other month. You know, I actually really like. Wow, how do they keep track of a scanning system? Yeah, you have a yeah. like I have a player's like rewards card or whatever yeah. thing. So that's fascinating. That's that's fucking Vegas. That's a very Vegas. Oh, and they player. sign you up for it too, dude. You get a free T-shirt. So, well, I mean, I'm fucking on board. I'll, I'll <laughs> go there and I'll go there and like I'll drink. Well, okay. So uh, I can drink. I can drink ten Miller Lights pretty easily. I can get the, the yeah. get the numbers rolling. Oh, dude, they, they got like two hundred different tap beers there. It's fucking pretty sweet. Yeah, but if you're gonna be drinking for numbers, you need just like domestic light beer. You need like you're a right. macro brew. You're right. I can't be drinking like fucking. I don't even like IPAs. But you can't be drinking some heady fucking triple no. IPA. That's how you get shit numbers. I'm I'm looking to get on that leaderboard. Give me Michelob Ultra. <laughs> I will drink twenty five of them because they're three point six percent alcohol and they're basically water. And I have to stay hydrated in this desert heat, and then you know, then I'll get some good de- some good numbers flowing here. <laughs> okay, there's another place I think you like called the Tap Room, where it's an old like Italian bar and grill kind of spot. Like, like but they have not changed it all since the 1970s. I, I like that vibe. Like anything old school Italian, because I'm, I grew up in Philly, is just like that scratches my nostalgia. It's a Cleveland bar, so it's an old school well, yeah, Italian. They got a lot of Italian Cleveland people bar. in Cleveland, as yeah. far as I understand. I've never been there. Um, so, dude, that place is pretty cool. Uh, big fan of that vibe, but the most degen spot in this city is there's a truck. St- I was telling Kramer and Sean about it last night. There's a, a truck stop casino. 
Okay. Oh my god. Dude, so, How far outside of the city is it? Uh it's like right on on the highway down on the way to Henderson. So it's probably oh, wow. like it's probably like 10 15 minutes south of the strip. Is that the place that you hit when you're coming into Vegas? Kind of. Okay. But this is more on the southeast side, so if you're coming in from LA, you probably wouldn't hit this spot. Okay, all right. So, dude, it's like you walk go in, it's like a you know, regular truck stop, gas pumps everywhere, and then you go in and it's like the, the super size mini mart, and there's like three coolers, like it's like a beer cooler in the middle, and like a soda cooler on the one side, and like the other drinks on the other side, okay? I but the, in between those coolers and the three coolers. There's two sliding doors in between the coolers. Oh yes! So you go back. I like I like where this is going. You go back there, and there's just a bunch of slot machines, like three, four blackjack tables, a roulette table, oh, a bar, and a little sports book like corner went like mini booth, <laughs> like a little I mini kiosk. It. It'll take live action on bets right, right there. All right, well, all right. That's add that to the Scott Bowser uh, Vegas story you'll give me. The DJ and I also want to go to like if you know a place like this, like not not like a place that's dangerous, but like a shit kicker, honky tonk, like dudes in cowboy hats and boots. Like they're playing. It's either like a jukebox full of Waylon Jennings, or there's like a live band with like a fucking fiddle. See, I know a couple. I, I, I want to go to like a fucking honky tonk. I don't, I don't really know, know if that's the Vegas vibe. But. I gotta find one of those, dude. There's a lot of really good punk rock bars. I could do that. I could do that. I prefer a honky tonk, but I can get down with a punk rock bar. There's a cool punk rock bar by my work, and it's the original dive bar that they built in the late '50s for the construction workers working on the new strip casinos because they wouldn't let them drink okay. in the fancy joints. I like that. Any any bar that's been around since the '50s, they're doing something right. Yeah. It's called the Hard Hat Lounge. Your place rules, dude. Like I will. I respect an establishment that is unchanged and just a mainstay of the community. And it's tiny too, dude. It only holds like forty people in there, fifty people in there. It's fucking dope. Well, it's 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 good because it, all this talk about bars getting me riled up today. California reopened, so no more masks and no more social distancing. So all these bars that couldn't have any outdoor space, uh, like all the dive bars that I like uh, in Echo Park, are reopening tonight. Some oh, of them so, have the some of them have been open since like three p.m. this afternoon, and there's a Dodger game at home, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I live right next to Dodger Stadium, so it's gonna be wild out there tonight. And uh, all the all the dive bars are back open, baby. Oh, dude, you gotta be loving it, dude. The places that were like too divey to have a patio that could have stayed open, you know, and just were like closed throughout all of COVID, they're back as uh, of tonight. Not like that uh, Tin Horn guy in Burbank that was just like. Stealing oh, power from neighbors so he can yeah they, they, that dude that dude fuck that place that guy but sucks. yeah I'm, I'm excited for the return of dingy dive bars I'll probably hit Gold Room uh, shortstop you know all oh, the classics yeah, all, like, all the the hot spots Little Joy Holloway you gonna go to Holloway Holloway did not survive the pandemic R.I.P. Oh. I do think I did hear it, uh, Joaquin our, our friend who owns another bar. Still owns it, and I heard they're gonna like turn it into like a neighborhood Italian restaurant. So it could be very cool. Uh, but Holloway was a great place to get drunk and play shuffleboard. And uh, R.I.P. to that. I think the drunkest I've ever been in my life was at Holloway at Bre- for Brido's bachelor party when. Damn, someone- that's saying something. Well, someone saw we were drinking all day and stuff, but Eric Andre met up with us late there, and some dude recognized him and bought us a bottle of uh, like Fireball for the table. Oh, no. And like, then you start drinking that, and that shit that shit goes down easy. Yeah, and well, Mike Holmes and Jim Hamilton, neither of them wanted to drink their shots, so they kept giving them to me. And next thing I know, I'm literally at the corner of Sunset and Echo Park Avenue, just like passed out in the fucking gutter, (laughs) 
trying to, and my phone's at one percent, and I'm trying to text Jen to send me an Uber. Uh, I know. Talk work. about de- real Gen hours when you're when you come to in a gutter. Yeah. Now at one percent on the phone, that's living by right. the fucking CD. Phone's bit. like dangling by a thread. And the thing is, I knew I was I was way too drunk to get on a bus and get off the bus. Be- oh uh, no! Yeah, you can't. No, I, I was no, way too drunk for anything like that. Like it was crazy. I should have hit up McGowan because he was our designated driver that night. I should have hit up him, and he probably he would he would have understood and picked me up. But I went home and I fucking took a digger into my bathtub and I couldn't get out because I'm like I landed ass first in the. I was so hammered I couldn't get out. I just slept. There. That's real DJ hours. Waking up in the bathtub. That's like yeah. that's like a seventies movie shit. <laughs> that's good stuff. That's good stuff. All right. Well, I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll do a shot for you tonight out there. All right, man. You need to get out there and uh, get going. You, anything you want to plug on the way out? Uh, I have a, a food podcast uh, that I host with a chef. We interview chefs and comics, talk about food. Uh, it's called Yelling About Pate. Um, you can find that on yeah. iTunes or wherever. You need to do a um, Vegas special, and I'll come and take you to a few of my friends. I would love that. I would love to do that. I'd love to do a Vegas special. That I'm Italian on spot out The old 70s yeah, Italian no, bar. I'll, I'll bring Joel is my co-host, the chef. He loves fucking doing D-Gen shit. They He's do, actually uh, a big sports gambler, so oh, I'll love dude. it. Yeah, I'll take him out um, for a good time. I, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, at Carl Hess. That's uh, at K-A-R-L-H-E-S-S. You know, I'm on there. You know, not posting about sports gambling, but uh, just, you know. <laughs> Hit me up. We can talk to you. Hey, you're, shit, hey, you know? you're, you're. I would say you're, you're a food DJ. I mean, a fine I'm a food, food guy. You know, I'm, I'm out there going to the restaurants. To, I guess, I guess that's his own form of degeneracy. Yeah. You know, I, I choose to like blow all my money on food as opposed to like sports betting. You know, it's yeah. it's a choice I've made. I, wow. I chose food and booze over sports gambling and booze. So, Here's you know, the thing: I, with I, the sports gambling, I get a lot of free booze and free food at the casinos. Well, that's there. true. That's true. When you really work it, it can all come back around. Plus. Uh, you know, sometimes I might get free food if I'm hanging out with chefs, but not because of me. But I, you're never, you're never gonna win money at a restaurant. Sometimes with your degeneracy, you, you win some fucking money. Yeah, I, I, I've got lucky for. A few I go weeks. to these restaurants, I'm coming out poor. You go to these sports books, you might be coming out richer. I've legit paid my rent a couple months since I moved out here, just off sports wins. So. Restaurants never gonna pay your rent. Yeah. Oh. Unless you own one and you're a retired sports star and you hang out at the bar and drink scotch and glad hand. And, and go, hey, hey, it's me. I'm going to do that and not even be a sports star. It'll be like, eh, hey, Carl's joint. They're like, who the fuck is Carl? They're like, I don't know. That that drunk guy over at the bar is drinking scotch Dude, since 5 p.m. This is a really good idea. Then what we do is we. Hey, you want a picture? Who are you? Get away from me and my family. We Photoshop you at all kinds of weird different big events, but people can't quite. Put their thumb on. Right, right. Clearly, these, Photoshop picture. Is this these... you shaking Jimmy Carter's hand? Yep, <laughs> yep. Me and Jimmy were close. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like it's like a it's like a still from the Zapruder film, and I'm like standing in the back. He's kind of KSS. Oh, yep. How old are you? Oh yeah. I'm there. Oh yeah. I was there at Dealey Plaza. Oh yeah. JFK is on. Streaming on HBO Max right now. So oh, sure you- so good! Just recently rewatched. Can't recommend highly enough. The classic. Me too. And I say this: that is a true DGen movie. Just for the Tom- oh, so good. Tommy Lee Jones, Kevin Bacon, Joe Pesci, or Roman Joe Pesci. Orgy. Oh my God! Yes. Where they're painted up like bronze statues, butt fucking each other, dude. So good. It is so good. Fantastic. And uh, everybody, thanks you so much for listening. Uh, make sure you follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Luxops Pod. 
and go over to Apple or wherever you listen and give us a five star review and leave a little rating. That helps. And there's do it. plenty of bonus content with uh, I'm working on the future of the Mof- history of the mafia that's coming out soon to our Patreon page. Yes, Patreon.com yes. slash Pod. Would you like to do an episode with that on me on like the 70s Coke years or something like that? that? Yeah. I, I could do like cocaine trafficking. We could talk JFK. Uh, we could talk do you know, uh, the mafia, do you know about Cuban the Cuban exile connections, JM Wave, Operation Mongoose. <laughs> yeah. Do you know about uh, the Roy DeMeo crew in Brooklyn in the 70s? Heard the name, but I, I not not specifically. There's a great book called Murder Machine about them, and I want to do a deep dive into this crew because, like, they were no- notorious as being like the most violent crew in the like seventies, eighties mob kind of thing, and they were okay. like a bunch of Studio Fifty Four coke addicts, like disco dudes. Oh, okay, the disco dons. Yeah, and they were just out there, like, and they had this whole process for dismembering guys and getting rid of them at a junkyard where the guy's uncle ran. Like, I, I I'll talk this shit all day. Oh, I, yeah. I love it. All right. Well, dude, Carl, thank you so much for joining the show. Thanks, and, buddy. Good seeing you. Thanks for having me on. It's very fun. I'm going to say goodbye to you off air real quick. But everybody, thank you so much for listening. And I will be back. I'll with- see you at the dog track, baby. We will be at the dog track. And hopefully you guys join us. And make sure you use our MyBookie link if you want to get in on the DGen experience. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye-bye.